When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
taken away Come with me, my love Living here today Fucking playing in the back. Elevator music. Yeah, just shit. (laughs) That would be hilarious. And Maroon 5 is on in the background. Yeah, Maroon 5 instrumental. Yeah. Nine piece. Yeah. We got the roots. (laughs) (laughs) So, aha. Aha. When you first said that, I was confused. I didn't know if you was like... Liquid Dev had made like a collaboration with the band AHA or no. what you were talking about. Yeah, you know, you would think it would be something cool, but no, it's just sparkling water. Does it make you say that after you take a sip? Uh-huh. It's just refreshing. No, fuck no. That sucks. It's kind of like the same thing with White Claw to me. It's It's been said a hundred times. It's like drinking TV static and someone screaming a flavor from a room away. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever heard that description, but I fucking love it. I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's it. Static and just a slight end of flavor. Yeah, just, just, a, just a touch. No, we don't want to get too carried away yeah, right here. You don't want to just make it, you don't want to think you're drinking something that tastes good. Yeah, because if it tastes good, obviously it's not good for you. Yeah. But say, like, when you go out, you'll, you'll drink those instead of just pounding water? Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I love them. What do you I, think it is? It's like it's got that kind of carbonation where it sits a little bit heavier on it's you. It's a little heavier. It's not. It doesn't have any calories. You know, alcohol. So, it's a it's a nice substitute. 
Yeah. I don't like non-alcoholic beer. Do not. Absolutely do not. I know Munson's got some great craft non-alcoholic beer. We just got a IPA that is non-alcoholic. I know, and I, I can't. I want to try it. And I was like, if I drink three of these, I bet I could trick my mind. You're hammered, buddy. <laughs> you are hammered. <laughs> I can't. I can't do the non-alcoholic beer. I don't want to tell him that, but I can't. It's too. It's too close. Yeah. So I, I tried it down that path. Beer. I tried it, and I was after. What do you think about like the sparkling ciders and stuff like that? I I, I almost got willing to try the ranch water. When it was big. Ranch? Yeah, you know the ranch water when it came out? Like the... The fucking, you know, it was like, I don't know, some kind of seltzer or something. I don't know. I thought we was talking about like Hidden Valley Ranch water. No, 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 it was ranch water. It got big for like three months over the summer or something. And what, they find like shit in it? No, I don't know what happened to it. It just disappeared. Nobody's talking about it. But I was very intrigued by it. I almost wanted to take a sip. Just to see what it was about. Obviously, yeah, you got to, right? Yeah, and then that would fuck me up. You know, I'd have to make phone calls and shit. <laughs> oh, uh, before we open this up. Holy fuck, you've been recording? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The classic. I didn't even know you were recording. Usually I know when you start recording because I watch you. Yeah. But caught you off guard. Caught me off guard this time. Flash arrives. We simply says this: all of our loved ones, if Jesus were to come tonight, before you and I, you can hear the gospel and you don't feel anything, then you are in your most dangerous position. Well, welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan, and you hear him, you know him. I got Big John. What up, guys? What it do? Oh, cool day. Yeah, it was a good day, man. It was a good day. Got you some art. I bought some art today. Got to see some cool art. The process of how it's done. Did you catch all that? that the, her the process is so cool, man. I got to catch the tail end when they were, you know, like cooking it in the sun or whatever. Yeah. That's so cool. she's got a what? What they did is like called a cayenne form, something of that effect. Uh, the previous uh, episode, uh, she, she y'all y'all go in depth on it a little bit. As much as I, I felt was appropriate, because when you have something visual like that, it's like it's, you, you can yeah. only talk about it so much before you're like kind of lost in the weeds. I think. Yeah, you can but only like, say it's so nice when you see this color melt. I mean, yeah. How the fuck do you know it's yeah, going? You don't really understand, you yeah. know. But yeah, it was really cool looking, man. Even in the finished product. Yeah, but uh, I was amazed. To butcher the description once again, though, it's like they, they take just like uh, regular. Paper that you Which would you draw any, on. Any kind of paper. Really. Any kind of newspaper. And uh, just go out and pick you some uh, flowers or grass or whatever you want to do. And then you, I don't, I'm not sure the chemical that she was using. And then you brush, you brush that chemical over the plant and over that paper. And then you take it out in the sun, let it cook a little bit under some glass. Yeah. 
then you uh, rinse it with water and you got a you got you got a product. It's like I don't know if you would call it like a a silhouette almost in a way. That's exactly how she put it. Silhouette, yeah, that's a very good description. So like that chemical turns the paper blue, and then all that's left is kind of like a like a clear silhouette. It's of cool. what was there yeah so cool and so like some people came by and they did a little workshop and some of them it really turned out pretty cool for the yeah, first time no that was that was a pretty cool thing to do it was it was very interesting to see yeah i'm glad you uh took me up on going out there man it's uh i always like showing people uh what the mcgowans have going on you know it, it amazed me dude to, like i was telling you man we were out there and i'm like you don't hear no road noise no see no power lines yeah. Nothing. You don't see nothing but nice trees and got a little pond. A little pond. Got yeah, some, man. You got some trails on the back end that you didn't see. Yeah. Well, I saw some where there was trails going off in the woods. You know where we mm-hmm. parked, and I'm like, hmm, wonder what they got cooking up. And right you there. get to uh, step into the mind of what Joe and Joseph have going on. Whatever they got going on up there, buddy. Yeah, they are. They're cooking. They are cooking something. I yeah. like it. Yeah, it's. Crazy art. I got to show you that. Yeah. That uh, he showed me that international piece. Like the first time I went out there to interview him and Joseph. Yeah. The first time and like, dude, I must have stood there and looked at it for like you know five ten minutes. Just you could break it down and just blocks. Each little part, dude. Every inch, you could see something different. Yeah, it's that's fun, and I've done that a few times in the past to where like do a collaboration piece like that. Yeah. So I've done that with like two or three art. It wasn't anything to that degree, obviously. I'm not that detailed or talented, but like if you get to working with someone who is, you can kind of lead the, the to a crazier direction yeah, with a different shape or way you want. yeah, yeah. So draw with your friends. Yeah, do it. It's fun. I watched when I was doing. You know, I used to do tattoo conventions. They would do art fusions, and it would be every artist would throw a little piece on to a, like a canvas mm-hmm. and they would auction it off at the end of the convention. That was always pretty cool. Yeah. Get all the artists that were there at the convention to do add a little piece or, you know, something. Speaking of, like, someone who should sit in with us, and you could definitely co-host this while we're talking about uh, tattoos, we ought to have Biz come sit down with us. Man, I have tried to talk to him. Into I'll it? Try, no, I'll try him again. He's like, hey, ain't nobody ever approached me. I'm like, what do you think I'm doing, man? Yeah, you're being approached. You're being approached right now. If you're listening, you are approachable. Yeah, you are being approached. When I'm like, hey, man, we're going to record tonight if you're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. That's me saying, dude, come over and be hang with up. us. Yeah, come yeah. over, hang up. Come and talk about some stuff. I think that would be fun. Not only like talk about like the tattoo world, but I mean also, like I, I like... I like talking to Biz. So, he's a, he's he's got some he's a wild guy, man. He's 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 he's, he's a got lot some different I, than what you would think. He's got some ideas. He's, Taking them at face value is a lot different than the guy you actually meet, you know? Mm-hmm. Like how uh he was like a suggested friend on, you know, social media for a long time. And then when Didley uh Scott uh Dylan Scott, uh, he did that video with the, uh, you remember the deaf rhinos? And he had Biz dress up as a clown and try out with the stand-up bass. Yeah, yeah. That's what, I, that's what I really, like, think about Biz when I think about Biz. I was like, that was such a good little row. That was, that was funny. Yeah, dude, he's, he's, he's good with that shit. He'll be, 
he'll be doing something crazy and he won't even know it. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. He gets a lot of side eye looks, you know? Mm-hmm. And we were talking, what was it, earlier with Joe and them. I think we were standing outside and we were talking about the process and how long it takes. I can't imagine that. Oh, just with like... Any piece he works on, it looks like it just takes so much time. I mean, just the the bumblebee that you have right there. Uh, look at the detail on like the on the head and then the the torso and the abdomen and the wings and yeah, look at it, the look at the background, you know. And it's anatomically correct. The background is is wild in itself. I, I'm I'm amazed. I'm amazed, really. I've got a lot of his prints of like of the artists that are artwork that I have. I've got um, a couple of portraits that were done of me that I need to give to my mom because I think it's kind of weird to have a portrait of yourself. yourself. Yeah, I mean, I don't display it, but it is kind of strange. It's kind of like having you know a a picture of yourself in your house, and you're the only one that lives there. Is, you know, you got the glamour shot in the quarters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with the, yeah, you know, with the, the thinker the, pose. Yeah, the hand, the, or the, yeah, the bald the, fist under yeah, the, the chin. Yeah, the bald fist under the chin. Turtleneck. Yeah. Gold chin. Do you remember, like, when they, the, the Fauci documentary that the National Geographic did? Oh, no. It no. showed him, like, sitting at his desk, and he had a picture of himself on his desk, and I about died laughing. Well, you know what kind of person you were dealing with at that point. The damn narcissist. Yeah, you knew what you were dealing with right then. <laughs> Yeah, I was, just to troll myself, I should, like, go hang it, like, I don't know, just hang it right above the doors. It's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> the last thing I see before I walk out. Yeah, it's the last thing I see before I walk out every day. It makes me happy. <laughs> you really into yourself, huh? <laughs> I mean, I'm the best guy I know, you know? <laughs> but uh, a lot of those, uh, I've got to get framed. I don't want to get hung up because... I might just bring them over here just because they're so psychedelic and it would kind of... It would match the motif. And then when we get the Patreon going with the video... Good plug. So this is what we're thinking is like this is going to become the room. Yeah, this is the podcast room we're working on, yeah. My dining room. Yeah. And we'll be able to... Maybe maybe a two shot, but I'm thinking a one shot just to get started. Just to get, get started with a one shot, and yeah. it'll be behind the Patreon paywall, and we'll have a call number, and you can call in and interact with the show. And just and, hang out and yeah. talk shit and tell us when we're wrong, tell yeah. us when we're stupid, which is quite often all the time. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. not doing this to be right. Yeah, we're doing I, this I, to be entertaining. Yeah, I did it to tell you that the <laughs> aliens are taking your babies. Yeah. Okay, Alex Jones. <laughs> the frogs gay. Yeah. Yeah. The aliens are here to take your babies. What is, I think birds aren't real is probably my favorite. That's so wild. But it, it is, I mean, it's not too far-fetched, like you, you I were, You were living up there in Memphis for a time where, where, yeah. it, where it started. Yeah, it's, yeah, I was seeing bumper stickers and all the, yeah. I want to say it was down in Mobile, there was a photo of a birds aren't real billboard, so the movement is growing. It's growing, man. I mean. Might have been Birmingham, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm you know, I still question some birds. Yeah, I mean, it started out as, like, well, they said the pigeon. Yeah, pigeon. Now, pigeons are thugs, dude. Yeah. Every pigeon I ever met was a thug. And I'll tell you this. When I lived down on the coast, like, the seagulls. They're thugs, too. Oh, uh, yeah. They're hardcore. They're more they're, hardcore thugs than pigeons. They're like pirate thugs. Yeah. Because they're coastal. 
They'll come at you even with a peg leg, man. That would rip it off and stab you with it. I've seen it. I've seen them scoop up a baby. I've seen it. Yeah, no, it happens. Yeah, seagulls. last Thursday, seagulls. Seagulls, Hide seagulls your kids. are serious business, man. <laughs> yeah, don't Shit. trifle them. Don't bring your french fries on the beast. Give them aspirin, just like the good Lord intended. <laughs> I remember I was sitting at Williams-Sonoma, and this pigeon came walking up. And I'm like, what's up, pigeon? He kind of, you know threw his head up at me and grabbed his cigarette butt and walked off. Huh. Cigarette butt hanging out of his mouth. Oh, he's thugging. Yeah, he's yeah. like Thug life. That he's, was that's just Memphis though, you know. You gotta be you gotta have a little thug in you up there. Yeah, um one of the old apartments I used to live in, uh someone was telling me it's like, you know, you know, maybe not throw the uh the cigarette butts out there in the lot. It's like why? I mean it's uh Birds are picking them up and building nests out of them. I think it's good for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Are they I mean, getting the fuzz out? Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. They need that little, little nicotine little, to little, them out, I too, mean, they built I that. Guess. They built it this quick. I, mean, yeah. I don't see the problem here. Yeah, like, we don't need the bird shit. Do you want the bird shit on your car, buddy? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to get these birds off the power lines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were doing a community service. Yeah. Throwing your cigarette butts out in the parking lot. Yeah. Now, when it comes to straws in the ocean, I ain't got no fight in that because I don't, I don't use straws. I try to not use them. I try to. Cause the, have you ever tried a metal straw? I have had one. I like the silicone ones. Silicone? Yeah. That, okay, that'd be a whole lot better than the paper. You have a paper straw? I don't like the papers. Absolute trash. They had the paper at some places up there in Memphis already. Cause you know they got the Mississippi River right there, mm-hmm. so they had they had paper straws at a lot of restaurants. Some of them were good. Like I went to this Chinese restaurant up there. I always had, just thought like if you if you want to get away from straws, quit 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 giving them. I like what Starbucks did. What did they do? They gave the the wide mouth oh. cup, so you pour it into your mouth basically. Well, I mean, like if you had any kind of lid. To where it was a sippy? Yeah, a sippy cup lid. That's uh, all we need. We want to revert if it's, back if, it, if it's got ice in it. Yeah, you kind of fucked, man. But. It, would, it would definitely need to be like a, a screw Put on. a strainer on it. Yeah. Well, I mean like the Yeti cups with the plastic lid. That They yeah. work. Yeah. Because they got that little flap. Yeah. I don't know. We're over here trying to uh, patent the new way. Yeah, we are. We are reinventing so, the wheel. So you're 35 and you got a sippy cup. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I spill. I spill quite, probably more than I should as an adult. Yeah, that yeah, same, same, yeah. same. So same. I think a sippy cup, you know, for me would be kind of ideal in some <laughs> cases, man. It's like, well, uh, I quit having to put. Uh, the what is it the furniture covers yeah yeah i quit having to put those over the furniture what did that what do they call the stuff that you used to put down when you would wet the bed what was that stuff oh the called? rubber sheets yeah what was it called they called them something oh god shit. i can't remember what it was called though i remember when i was a kid you don't want us to put the blah 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 on your bed i don't know god damn I, what was it what was it I don't know. It's not worth Googling, though. So. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking, like, just a rubber sheet, but it yeah, was like it a... It had a name, though. They had a name. Cannot remember what it was. All right. Uh, I want to try to look it up real quick. 
You know, we have the technology. I'm just, my technology was right here beside me. I'm just lazy. I mean, I, I looked up just rubber sheets, and that's really all that come up. I was thinking maybe there was like a different name or maybe a company that specifically done it, but I don't see any. You don't see any? I, it's a, it was a 90s, 80s, 90s thing, or probably before then, but that was when I remember hearing it called by a specific name. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, another fancy thing, like uh, I guess kind of the same concept would be like an anti-fatigue that you would put in front of your sink or whatever. Yeah. It's that yeah. kind of material. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just go with the pins. Okay. Or what you put down for the puppies when you're trying to break them in the house, the little puppy pad. Puppy pad, yeah. Or you can do like you did on Mr. Deeds. Just put put the newspaper down. I was going to recommend if you have a mess, just throw some newspaper on top of it. I did watch Mr. Deeds recently, just like the other night. Wait, wait, wait. That's Big Daddy, isn't it? It's Big Daddy. Yeah, Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Yeah, not Mr. Deeds. That was a good one. So, like, to me, you have... Uh, Happy Gilmore, Big Daddy, or no, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, and Waterboy. Yeah. It's kind of in those three. Yeah. And then you have Deeds, uh, Big Daddy, and uh, there was one more that kind of fit right into that kind of strain of Sandler. He always seemed like... He had a three-part three, three yeah. part of everything, pretty yeah. much. Or it kind of felt like the same kind of same, scenario. Same, same feel, yeah. Basically the same movie, just a little different. And I gotta say, he plays a good idiot. He he is a good idiot. And he's also like, uh, he plays a good. Um, I guess it would be kind of like an innocent fool, so someone who's I guess real naive. Like you know, Mr. Deeds was just like yeah. an incredibly he's naive character. Naive, yeah. And he, you know, he just lived his life. And I think I think a lot. I think Adam Sandler in his real life is that way. You know, we talked about that. You in never the past. really, yeah. You never really uh, hear anything like he bad. He's, he's just kind of doing his thing. Anytime you see him, he's just dressed like a normal, normal weirdo. You yeah, know, dude is like just wearing sweats and yeah, bad shoes and yeah, got him a t-shirt. Normal looking dude likes basketball. Never, <laughs> never know if you didn't know who he was that he's a multi-millionaire, <laughs> super famous guy. Those those movies aren't going anywhere. I think uh, Tropic Thunder is another one. Yeah, I can't believe it's not like completely banned for like. Oh, oh and yeah. you couldn't never necessarily I'm call a it dude black. Playing another dude. Yeah, you yeah. wouldn't necessarily just call it blackface because it was like a, a whole black body. A whole black body. And but uh, yeah, that wouldn't ha- that wouldn't fly now. Definitely not. And you know what trips me out? The people that don't that are all about not letting things fly love that fucking movie. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Why? You motherfucker, it goes against everything you like. It, it goes against everything you're I think about. that was the point of it. And I'm like, why do you like it? It's not, it's it's making fun of you, really. Mm. Not, you know, it's making fun of the, 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 not, like, what do you call them? I don't want to be mean. Soft, snowflakey type people. Well, not only that, I see it as, uh, it's almost like it, it would be okay if I done it, and then when I succeeded on it, I would pull up the ladder and like to where no one else could get in through this. Like you see a lot of comedians do. Like, I mean Sarah Silverman or uh, who's the uh, 
shoot his name just popped in uh, Howard Stern yeah. you know he's like a radio guy I mean they both done blackface no one ever gave them said anything about no, it no it just depends on who you are who you are and how, how it's portrayed yeah if it's portrayed comical I mean think about Justin Trudeau he's like the leader of Canada he's done it like a lot yeah he's done he, he, he really like he, I think he keeps the black shoe polish like just yeah, ready just ready Oh, Halloween? All right. All right. Black facing it up, guys. Yeah. What's well, so this guy? He gets away with it. Well, you know, it's the, I, think it's, I think it's like with everything. I think it's the way you present it. Yeah. You know, if you present it, like, if you if you come about it being weird, it's going to come off as weird. Yeah. If, if you, if you're just, like, doing it, and just being... Did you ever watch, uh... I think the guy's name who run it, his name was, I think, like, Harvey. But uh, it was, like, Epic Meal Time. It was, like, a YouTube channel to where, like, I don't, I don't know how it was successful as long as it was, but I was definitely guilty for watching most of the videos. But all they would do is, like, just supersize everything. Like, okay, they would, they're making a burger. Yeah. They would go to McDonald's and order, like, a thousand of nuggets and a, a thousand... Uh, yeah. quarter pounders and da 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 all the way out right and then stuff this burger with other burgers and then like turn it into like a a quesadilla burger and then yeah. throw bacon all over it and you know just, just a heart attack way to happen yeah yeah and but like uh, the Harvey or Harley like his name he he went his blackface back like in 2007 I mean, that was back when it was you know okay I yeah, guess yeah it wasn't so uh, 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 you know yeah. back then you know, there's a, Which, there was a there was a definite shift. I and, would say 2015. And with comedy, man, and like I think we're somewhat getting a little like I don't know if the pendulum is just swinging back the other way, and it's not going to do any good. It's just going to keep swinging back and forth and getting worse and worse and worse. But when I watched the uh, SNL monologue that Dave Chappelle did, like I was watching it last night, actually. very. Very brave. Very brave. Uh, and he treaded on every tough subject. And every, like, every one. But, and I hear, like, those comedians and, like, it's kind of weird to me, like, Dave Chappelle would headline, you know, I think he's bigger than Saturday Night Live. You know, that's what, a, like, a New York or L.A. comic does, like, when they're trying to break it is, like, you get into SNL. You don't, like, yeah. you're already well. Does that make sense? Like, I wouldn't, you like, come, well, I wouldn't you, ask, like, if I was Bill Burr and I got invited to do SNL, I probably wouldn't do it. I was like, what would that do for me? You know, I'd host it if I was if You'd I was host established. It. I would okay, host you but you wouldn't be like on the staff. I wouldn't do the. I wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't do any skit. Or anything. Yeah, because I, I mean, host. like Burr in his own right, he's got his cartoon shows. Yeah, he puts he out good stand ups. Yeah. Uh, Dave Chappelle had Chappelle show forever, and and well, I, I love I love hearing him talk about how he you know he said that wouldn't work today. No, you, you could not, not do that today. You could not have the Chappelle show. And then you know you had the replacement with Key and Peele, but it it wasn't as edgy. Yeah, what well, they 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 did not push the envelope as much as Dave Chappelle. Yeah, they tried to make it risque, but they didn't. You know, so it was it was safe. They they played it safe the whole time. And that would be the difference to me, like between ridiculousness and Daniel Tosh. Is like Daniel Tosh was edgier. Yeah, he did do sketches as well, yeah. but ridiculousness was like. I would say, for the most part, it's it's child friendly. It's fa- it, it's family friendly. Like I, until, I wouldn't let my nephew watch Daniel Tosh. You know? Up until 2018, they were family friendly. And they got a little more. It's a little more now. Oh. It's a little, it's a little different. Now. Is it have okay? So when did uh, Tosh quit doing 
uh, Tosh Point oh. Was it how, two, three years ago? Yeah, two or three years ago. About the time that ridiculousness started kind of getting stepped a little up. more. <laughs> so they kind of took the field all the way over? Yeah. That's And that's crazy. Like when you have a formulaic show, and maybe it wasn't like Key and Peele, like, okay, we got this sketch comedy show, and Comedy Central was like, oh, yeah, we just lost Chappelle's we show. We just lost Chappelle. We need it another one. Two black guys, better than one. So I mean, you, you had, but dude, you had so much talent on Chappelle show. Yeah, and then before that, like Sanford and Sons. I love, I love one of my favorite fucking shows of all time. Mm-hmm. Sanford I'm a huge Seinfeld guy. I like Seinfeld. I, I was more of a uh, Frasier. I like it's, Frasier. Seinfeld is uh, one of the only <laughs> shows like in that genre where you have a laugh track. If yeah. if you take the laugh track off, it's still funny. Yeah. It's like we were talking about the Big Bang Theory. If you take the laugh track away from the Big Bang Theory, I watched it on mute one time and just read captions. Oh, it sucks. I'm like, this is unfunny. This is not funny at Same all. Same with Friends. Friends yeah, Friends is not funny at Mm-mm. all. Uh, and, you know, the, the Office doesn't have a, uh, a laugh track, but it's very dry. I don't like it. And I'm, I, I'm I like a, dry I'm humor. I I'm like dry humor, but I don't like The Office. It's too weird. It's too weird. Did you get through party. season one? So season one was like a that's it, a rough start. I think I think that's why I never really gave it a chance after season one. I'm like this shit's weird. I like the UK Cause, version. Cause, okay, but that is uh, oh what's his name? I like that dude though. I can't think of his name. Got the Gr- beard. Gervais. Yeah, Gervais. Yeah. Anthony Gervais. Ricky in it. Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. I'm thinking about Anthony Bourdain. Could be the one. No, Anthony Bourdain did, uh, you know, all the cooking and travel shows and stuff. That's a good plug, dude. Uh, Cobb showed me that show. I like that, dude. Uh, the first one that he showed me was, I think, the one where he went to Nashville, and then he played the one where he went down to, like, deep, no, deep, deep in Louisiana. Okay, oh. And then we watched some of the foreign yeah, shows. Yeah, the foreign ones are good. <coughs> I haven't watched any of the ones in the U.S. See, they were good. When he was, because he was, not only was he just doing, like, the food there, he was, like, capturing the culture. So when he was in uh, Nashville, like, he kind of went off the road a little bit. He didn't, like, go directly to, like, a Blake Shelton or someone. Like, he saw out kind of like a more of a, you know, like a not-on-your-radio kind of person to sit down and talk to about the the music scene. Well, that's cool. At least he didn't go grab fucking, you know. Blake Shelton or Luke Bryan. Oh, well, nothing against those no, guys. No, but, they're doing their own but, thing. Yeah. I mean, they you do you they like do. what you like, but yeah. I, I mean, I would rather, like, you sit down with, like, a Margot Price or who is, like, definitely star power. But. I am really intrigued right now with the fourth Hank Williams. Okay. I like <clears> his stuff. He is, is he doing the same thing that his one, two, and three done, or is he, like, He's doing music. I thought it was more, is it more hip-hop? or More like three than any of the others. Okay. And more like one, you know, more like senior than any of the others have been, too. That's impressive that it's kind of stayed in the family for four generations. Four generations. I haven't heard four, any of his, but yeah. uh, senior, junior, three, like I... I I really do enjoy all their stuff, and you yeah. can definitely tell who their daddy was, right? Oh, yeah, you can definitely tell who they are. So yeah. the bloodline is strong with that. Yeah. They all got that same, you know, like, 
I don't want to call it a whiny voice, but it's... That's very honky-tonk. Yeah, it's very, very traditionally country voice. Yeah. And yeah, Four's got the same, same voice, just heavier, punk, rockier music. Mm-hmm. I like, uh... More like Three in that realm. I can see that. Uh, I was trying to think. It's, it's been out for some time. But I, I blared it for a while. It's called Make Me a Believer. It's got uh, Yellow Wolf, and he's working with Shooter Jennings. So like Waylon's son. Yeah, Waylon's son is good, and too, yeah. Like, you know, traditionally Yellow Wolf is... He's a rapper. Yeah, he's But a this is guy. like, this is rock and roll, and yeah. Shooter is playing the keys for him on this record. Okay, that's cool. But Make Me a Believer was like the first single that they released. I don't, I'm sure the rest of it's out by now, but yeah. I would definitely check that out if you're, if you're into that uh, outlaw country slash yeah. kind of little more rock and roll. Yeah, a little more rocky type country. Yeah. I like Shooter Jennings a lot. He's, he, he didn't follow too close to his dad's footsteps. No, but, but he's extremely talented. Extremely we talented. Had, I had a guy, uh, Kevin Sko, he's from France. He came over here to America years ago. He started in Los Angeles, and that's where he met Waylon and Shooter. Okay. And became friends and actually uh, played with Shooter uh, oh, nice. in some of his previous projects. And now he, it's uh, Guitar Frenchy is his, if you look him up like on yeah. Apple Music or Spotify. But uh, he focuses on, like, the blues. And uh, it's very, like, not only is it you hear hints of Mississippi, but it's really the style that Texas took the blues. Texas blues? Yeah. I like the more rocky blues. Yeah, it would be like a Gary Clark Jr. or okay. kind of that style. I got you. I yeah. like that. You ever seen Gary Clark live? I mean, yeah, probably. I've had a couple of friends tell me it's definitely worth the experience. And I was like, you know, I always wanted to go see it live because I don't own any of uh, Gary Clark's CDs or records or anything. Yeah. It's like, it's one of the rare times I'm like, that song is just too long. You know? See that, you know, I'm down with the long jammy songs, man. I like it. You like a five-minute solo? I'll do it. I'll dig it. Five minutes, ten minutes, I like them. Now, granted, like, think about it, like, Gary is that good, and yeah. I, I like to listen to Gary's playing, but it's like after I've heard the song for three, four minutes, I've, I'm ready for the next. Yeah. Well, you know, the more jammy, long guitar solo stuff is better well, for yeah, the live Well, yeah, like this is more like a Van Halen, and I think yeah. it would be great live because you kind of get to watch him. Yeah, you'll get to watch him go through all the... And, <laughs> and he'll have more of a band to where it's not just yeah. so guitar-centered, you know? Yeah. And that's why, man, I, I hate to say it, but I judge a lot of musicians on their live performance more over the It's, album. Only, it's the only it's way to go. It's the only way to go. It's the only way to go, man. Because if they can't perform their song live, it's not going to be... I mean, if it's great on the record, it's not going to be good live. Turned in, I just couldn't be found to 
appreciate you putting my favorite television station on for me. CNN? Yeah, you liked that, didn't you? Uh, that was good. I was, I was going to wait and see how long it took you to figure it out. That was out. good. Put that on where you could check it out. See your favorite characters. Oh, it's my favorite people on the television. I love them too, man. That blind lady. I she put looks it on just like a reptile. Oh my gosh. I put it on in the background just whenever I'm doing. I just put it on mute, I just just to see the headlines and whatever they're whatever they're spewing on, <laughs> whatever they're trying to make me care about. 
whatever they're saying. Uh, we were what, what, what was it even on? It was something about Trump. That's exactly it. You think yeah. that's their ticket? I think it was. We're gonna bash Trump for a minute. A minute. They did that. They did that for. They did that for. They've been doing that for like seven years now. We're we're gonna bring on (coughs) somebody else from the republic. Well, they're not. They're they're the GOP now, you know. (laughs) So they're gonna bring on the person, whatever his name is, running against him or trying to be elected as governor of Arkansas. Yeah, governor of Arkansas. He's a real. Strangely enough, I remember his first name, but not his last. His first name was Aza. Aza. Aza something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's cool. They look like your typical, like, rhino. Straight Republican motherfucker. Yeah. But yeah. he looked like, to me, What honestly, do you think about the idea of, like, the uniparty? You think that's a big thing? Like, they uh, they want us to think, you know, they're at odds, but in fact, they just work together? I mean, it'd just be the, them finally telling us the fucking truth. <laughs> if they finally said, we're one party, You think guys. so? <laughs> yeah, it's like, psych. Psych. We've been fucking with y'all this whole time. Yeah. We're just one party. Yeah, no, that's it. Follow just, the money. It would be just, it would be them finally being honest. Oh for yeah, five minutes. What's you know? going on around here? Yeah, I'd have to change the channel. I'd go to watch <laughs> like, a TBN. These days are telling the truth. Trinity Broadcasting <laughs> Network would be my yeah. new channel. Okay, what? Well, imagine this news channel. Let's just say, uh, the Truth Network or whatever pops yeah. up, and like, they just tell the truth. It is like, the truth is so outrageous or so scary. It just is like people sa- think it's satire it's yeah just yeah yeah people think it was satire it just doesn't make sense yeah it's like what is this world no if if you knew the truth it would come off as satire i mean that's hearing about the K- katrina was that her name karina karina hmm. she uh her talking about the housing in belgium berlin and where? Berlin. Berlin, yeah. <laughs> Berlin, yeah. You know me, short-term memory problems. Yo, for two. Yeah. <laughs> keep going. Two. Hell yeah. Hell keep, yeah. Keep trying. <laughs> Go on. Their, uh, their housing problems over there, man, that was wild to me. It's how they have rent control, but it's not really rent control. Well. I th- and then what you showed me in that video with China, dude. What the fuck? I mean, locked into their houses. There's a lot going on in the world that really And we're sucks. bitching about having to pay a lot for housing. Yeah. You know, that's a little put, a little, put things into perspective for you real quick. I'm telling you, there's nothing better that one can do than to leave their own country and go to another and just get a real feel for what it means to live there. And I guarantee you, like, majority of the time... If you're coming back to the United States, that's your home country. Yeah. You're going to have a little humility about you. But, like, yeah. all these, I mean, that catchphrase, you know, first world problems. Yeah. Really is a thing. No, it's an absolute thing. And I've never even left the country for any amount of time, really. Yeah. I mean, I've been out to some villages to where this is on the sides of mountains. They didn't have electricity. They were still living you know, 1600 style or whatever. And you know, we just had. stupid good at farming.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I just lived off the of land, you know. If we could, if we could go back to that kind of lifestyle, I think we'd be a lot better off, much better. The population would shrink dramatically because think about how much we take for granted, like just DoorDash. Just that's how very easy it is to get food. I mean, we could just have someone like bring her Popeyes, whatever you want, right now, to the door. Now, um, okay, imagine, like, it was a dystopian nightmare to where we were forced to go back to living the old way. Do you think that someone who is like, oh, yeah, dude, I just got to go down to the grocery store. There's not going to be a grocery store. Yeah. There's nothing there. Yeah. So now if you want something, you have to go out and get it. Yeah. Uh, That creates a lot of chaos, I think. Uh, that that'll make someone get violent, especially if uh, they got to put bread on the table for some little ones. Especially if you're like, you don't have any means. If you don't have any means to, uh, you know. That would be, yeah, it would be an absolute total dystopian nightmare. Uh, I had a big fear about that at the beginning of this year and late last year when I was seeing, um, you know, that the the world really wasn't forming uh, the way that it typically does. Things were, like, shut down uh, to where, like, countries were, like, you know, Telling the farmers, don't farm. Yeah, sit at home. Yeah, we'll pay you to sit at home. Yeah. And I was like, well, how are we going to eat? What are, what are we going to eat if they don't produce? And we're running into that now. We're seeing that now. You are. And it's just beginning now with the prices increasing on the shelves and whatnot. I mean, there's a lot of talk of it. I don't, maybe it is conspiratorial. It doesn't seem to be just looking at people. You'll... Uh, Someone from a different country, if they come here for any amount of time, I would say maybe a little over a month, yeah. they would put on the weight. And I'm talking about 20, 25 pounds within that time. And then when they go back to their country, it would fall right back off. With well, all this high fructose corn syrup and the seedles and like all these different, I mean, if you read the ingredient list to when you were going to a McDonald's or whatever else, I mean, you would. You would still eat there, but like, 
you might be a little more mindful, but like I'm really screwing myself up, right? Yeah. I mean, the food that we serve each other in this country is just is so packed with shit that your body doesn't know how to, you know, to process. It's yeah. just it's just junk. It's yeah. just trash left over. Your liver's got to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And that's what sucks. Working overtime there. Yeah, your liver is you're putting in triple, sometimes quadruple duty. Because all the so, shit we eat. I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I really do, like, like to think that, you know, the people in charge have our, our best intention <laughs> in mind. But like, that's such fairy tale shit. You know, that's it's fucking comical. It just, it just, it really does feel like like they're just eugenicists and like they just want to. We're the carbon they want to remove. Yeah, it does kind of. Welcome to off the deep end. Here we go, slowly off into it. You know. Yeah, no, we're the carbon they want to remove, man. They uh, don't like us. They want to. They want this world to be for the elites. Yeah. Then the well, aliens will come and you know make everything better. As you eliminate the plebes that you don't think are necessary for your survival, because right now they just keep keep they keep getting caught over and over, and it it keeps getting memory hold. But like this new world order shit with the Klaus Schwab thing and the G20 and G40s and all this shit like all this crap keeps getting exposed and like people just like cover their ears and eyes and it's like la 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 nobody gives a shit nobody gives a shit about anything everybody wants to live in their own little fucking bubble well they will that's all they're gonna do they're gonna live in a pod they are they're gonna get that everybody only uh, people are so self-absorbed now all they care about is what's happening right in front of their fucking face. They don't give a shit about anything going on around them. Huh. Yeah, I'm fucking bitter at the world right now, buddy. Bitter. Yeah. And that's what, it trips me out, because everybody's like so, oh, let's do this and do this and be better and do better. <laughs> that's not a cool face. what that tastes like? That's going to take some getting used to. <laughs> It's not what you were anticipating. How to be very, honest with very you. hoppy. Oh yeah, it's a, it's an imperial IPA, and yeah, so let my nerdiness come out. Imperial IPAs are like super IPAs. Yeah, they are. They're typically very high in alcohol volume and, and hops, and I guess I didn't take that into consideration. But uh, let me try it again. Yeah, give it another taste. They go down better. It's deaf perception by Terrapin. That's a good one. I like Terrapin. It's an Imperial IPA, as I told you. and um, You know, they've done an Imperial Stout now. Yeah, that's kind of dangerous territory for real. It's on the box. They didn't put it on the can. I don't know what the APV is. I think it's 9.1. Oh, it's made in Athens. Shout out. Cool. Yes, uh, I give it a scale of 1 to 5. I'll give it a 4. 4? Yeah. I'd, I'd definitely drink it again. Okay, so it's got a it wouldn't be like it, it wouldn't be like a stable, but it would be like a like a guilty pleasure or one I would definitely go for. Yeah, I mean, I I remember those days when I had the beer that I would like eh, I'd have it for a special occasion. But I don't think Blue Moon, I dude. That's like glorified Bud Light to me. It truly is, but I do. I am a sucker for the orange slice. Yeah. And uh, I do like having a blue moon with like a burger at a, like a like a, the walk-ons place in Starville, or like a you know like a uh, 
hell, buffalo wild wings with some buffalo wings or whatever it is. I was going to say, back when I we used to go and hang out at Applebee's, I would drink Blue Moon. Because it was like it's one good of the best, food, best beers they had on tap, you know. It's good with food. Yeah, it's better than Bud Light, but it's not heavy like a real beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was your go-to? What was your... Oh, like when I would be out yeah. drinking? Yeah. At, like just a drinking beer Coors Light? Mine's PBR. If they got it, if not, it's Miller Light. Yeah, Coors Light. And I would argue, like, sure, you could say that Miller is a Pilsner and that Coors isn't, but they're literally the same thing to me. Yeah, they're the same shit. It's I can't, every light beer is the same. I disagree with that. Like, natural light and Bud Light, uh, Bud Light is the absolute worst. It, it kind of makes me feel bloated. Like, if I drink three or four kind of fast... I, I get, like, fucking full. Why would you ever want to do that? I'm just saying, if the opportunity presented itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, but if I, if I were to do that with a Coors or a Miller, they're not filling. It's like a Michelob Ultra. Yeah, they're know? like an Ultra. Yeah, they just got more calories than an Ultra. Only one. Really? Dude, Miller Lite has 96. Huh. Who, who would have known? It's on the box. Oh come on, dude! That's that's what they do their commercials about. There's a jingle like when they when they're stunting on Michelob. It's like it's only one more calorie. Who cares? Because <laughs> you know they're like Michelob Ultra's like ninety five and Miller Lite's like ninety six. <laughs> so it's like a, a very very vast difference. Between. Oh yeah, dude. Well, that's like the people that drink the Ultras and then they drink an eighteen pack of. I tell you, but you drink like. I'm guessing. I wonder if that, that's on this can. I, I doubt it is, but uh, oh, they got the address of the bar. That's cool. But uh, like if they had like the calorie count of like a Imperial IPA, I bet it would be like three hundred. Three hundred, four hundred. Yeah, no. You I was trying to explain that to somebody earlier today, and I could, I really couldn't like get the message across. I was like, it's just. Like, if you look at the ingredients and what all else goes into this, I was like, there's no way you're not pounding, like, 250 to 400 calories a beer. Yeah. There's you're, no way. You're drinking a sandwich every beer, man. Yeah, dude, yeah. That's exactly it. It might just be like a mayonnaise sandwich, but you're drinking a sandwich every beer. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're drinking real beer, you're drinking a good sandwich with, like, bacon and shit. That's a hell of a way to put it. Yeah. It's got like double the meat, lettuce, and bacon. It stacks on you too. Like I know a lot of people, you can tell by looking at them, that if like their body build of their like stomach to upper torso changes, like I believe if they drink like craft beer long enough, you can kind of see like the transformation. It's like they get built like a keg. Yep. Yep. It's the craft beer keg. It seems to be. It, it'll just kind of, it, it really bloats you, man. Yeah. It's heavy, dude. It's so heavy. I've never seen a light craft beer. They do exist. I'm sure they do. Like Ghost River, the... Uh, I bet those sours are not so bad. Maybe, do you think they might be worse? Like the sour? I don't know. Every, you know, people, the kids these days... Are I kind of rate calories when it comes to like 
I don't know, the alcohol per volume, it's like surely it's going to have more of just everything, right? If it's if your typical beer is like 4.5 yeah, and you're drinking a, this is like a 9.1, yeah, yeah. it's got to be, it's got to be at least double of that, right? Yeah. I would, that's my, that's probably bullshit, but it, it, it checks out. I remember right when I drink, I would drink Hopsecutioners from Terrapin. Oh, that'll get you. They're like 9.3. Yeah, those, uh, that's like an Andy Gator. Yeah, they're big time too. That's the thing they're at Terrapin. I drank. Uh, yeah, they are. Dude, they're either a Terrapin. We or a were out at this. We were out. Uh, I was staying with a friend of mine down in Foley, and we went over to uh, his sister and brother-in-law's house for a cookout. And I think it was Sid, or I don't. I don't remember like who showed up with a four pack of, or who bought the four pack of Andy Gators. But me and his brother-in-law said the exact same thing at like the exact same thing opened up the cooler and saw a four pack of indicators and i was like who planning on getting fucked up who had a bad day yeah <laughs> you know like fucked up someone here is on a mission yeah you know i was like Ooh, I hope you you brought that as a share pack yeah you brought everybody want anybody want an indicator Oh, dude, I, I got obsessed with those damn snake handlers. Yeah. It's like a double IPA. Yeah. Those damn things are dangerous. Like, uh, you drink two, uh, that'll change your whole demeanor. I drank Timber Beast for a while, too. I tell, you what, I, if, the... I tell you what, you drink two of them, if you have a hard time talking to girls, you won't after that. Hell no, you know, you'll be, up. Yeah, you'll be real loose. You'll be loose as a goose. Loose as they come, as they say. I would recommend you not to drive that night. Yeah, you need a driver. I always recommend you need a driver. That's, that's just good advice. Yeah. I wish I had, like, the uh, the more you know, like the little jingle. That would be so great. Do, 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 do. Porsche talks of Porsche not drinking and driving. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. I did my fair share of it. It's on record. I can discuss it. I had... I don't know if I told this story or not. Hmm. I don't even know if it's that funny. I'll give it a shot. We were leaving the Alabama game years ago. I was probably 20. And we didn't... I had three tickets to the game. We had season tickets. We happen to have... We usually have four. We had three this time. So I was taking two guys who had never been to a, a game, to the game. These are pretty good seats. We're heading up to Tuscaloosa, and, like, at that time, I knew a whole lot of people who, like, tailgated at the quad. Yeah. So that's, we stopped right when you get into uh, Newtonville at that time. We were taking the back way in. It's about halfway from Kennedy to Tuscaloosa. It's about probably – 25 minutes to Northport from Newtonville. At that time, they had a little hole-in-the-wall uh, gas station where you could buy some beer. It was right on the Tuscaloosa and Fett County line. And um, I started buying beer there when I was 16 years old. So I had a long history of, like, yeah, knowing those. There, yeah. So uh, I told the boys, we're going to take the back way. We'll buy, we'll buy a case of beer. And uh, we need to have that case of beer done by the time we get to Northport. You hear me? Yeah. So... Uh, we were going 
Down 171. Eight beers apiece crushed them before we got the new part. Great buzz. Stopped in the next gas station. Went in there. My buddy, he was 21. He went in there and got the beer. Got another case. Got two cases. Bag of ice filled the cooler up. And away to the quad we went. Got absolutely shit hammered. <laughs> obviously, it was already proper when we arrived. Yeah, you had already had enough when and you got so, there. I looked over at the boys and I said, well, I don't know about y'all, but I'm having a good time out here. I'm about to go um, walk around to a couple of these tents to the people I know and uh, give them a discounted price on the ticket. Or I'm about to go scalp it on the street. And I just walked over to my buddy's tent and I was like, 50 bucks, you want to go in? Yeah, sure. And I was like, I just sold my ticket. Y'all can go if y'all want to go. I'm staying here. I, need, I, I don't need to be in that stadium. I'll be too, I, I would definitely be too much. Yeah. So I just, we all ended up staying out there and just tailgating. And it's after the game, we're leaving and uh, the streets were shut down and the cop was just working traffic at this four way ride. Yeah. Like, you go, da 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 da, you go, you go, you go, you can go now. And I was just looking over, I was driving. And by the way, I was probably the most sober, which was a horrible thing to say at that time because I should not have been driving. And this happened right in front of the cop that was directing traffic. I was looking over at them and I was just talking. I wasn't really paying attention. And my foot kind of came off the brake and I just kind of just kind of really bumped the car in front of me. And dude, the cop is like, here to you like that close like six feet away and he walks up I roll my window down he said you good in there I said golden he said y'all both look okay y'all just move on all right all right take a left go down 15th street there's a guy in front of me in a Hummer being a jackass so Red light comes up. I rear-end him on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And uh, surprisingly, really fucked his shit up. (laughs) And my little Ford Ranger was, like, fine. It had just, like, a little paint scuff. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it couldn't have been no perfect. And I was like... Oh, uh, this this dude, this rich asshole is about to fucking uh, ruin my ass. Yeah. That dude hops out of the Hummer, basically falls out. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he is shittier than I am. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yes. And I rode down the window and I said, hey, man, don't worry about it. Just go. <laughs> and he said, sounds good. It just took off. <laughs> and then we finally get to the location. And in the parking garage, you're like underneath the apartments, and you have these like columns. Yeah, kind of like what we have here. Yeah, just a little bit bigger though, made out of concrete. Yeah. Parking next to one, I completely smashed <laughs> the left side of my front bumper on that column, and didn't stop. Just kind of kept going, and <laughs> kept going. really, really. Left a good dent uh, in the 
support and the truck, but um, the night ended later with um, me taking the uh, fire uh, hydrant extinguisher off of the uh, hallway of that apartment. I think we were on like the fifth floor. Sprayed it in my cousin's face, <laughs> in my buddy's face, and then chunked it. <laughs> out into the uh, parking lot. So uh, I was definitely the man of the hour that night. Yeah, you had, you had a good night that <laughs> night, man. What was the word? Felonious? And, and you had a felonious, <laughs> a, felonious, a felonious night. Yeah. And thank God when that thing went flying out in the parking lot that it did not hit a car. It, like, just hit the pavement. Okay, yeah. And I was going to say, if you bust out a windshield, I'm like, that fucking <laughs> topped it right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, if it's a one listener, still like, have warrants. Dude, I was, I, I was there that night. Yeah, and I fucking windshield got busted that month. <laughs> but that was like definitely like the worst night of driving that I had ever done, and yeah. got away with every bit of it. I never got into any kind of accident drinking and got away with it. Dude, well, I, I mean, I, I had a buddy. Uh, he's no longer with us, but. Uh, he got away with, like, he would, I don't know if it was Benzos or if it was Lortaz, Painkillers, or whatever he was into, but, like, he would take so many that, you know, he'd be behind the wheel. He'd just fall asleep. And just not, not out. And uh, I, I remember toward the end of it all that he had driven his car through two gas stations. Good. And one of them, he ran through it twice. Like, they fixed it, then he ran through it again. <laughs> just for fun. Just like, why don't you fix this shit? Uh, for fun, no, I don't think so. It's just like, it was just, I don't know how he always got pulled off the road, but it would just always be a gas station, it seemed like. like well, I always hit car or houses. If I didn't. You hit houses? Yeah, if I didn't physically hit the house, I would hit a car into the house. I've ran, uh, I've ran a vehicle into a house and did some structural that It was accidental, dude. Uh, it was like uh, the hill, real steep hill down into the carport, and yeah. this was a stick shift. Oh. And, uh, like, I got halfway up that thing, and it choked out. Yeah. And, uh, like, I, instead of just, like, hitting the e-brake and getting it, like, stopped, I tried to pop the clutch and, like, yeah. throw it go. back and go. Yeah did not work out like ran into the front of the carport and like knocked some shit loose yeah yeah but i was sober for that but it was just like a it was a horrible fuck like how do you have a five speed in this shitty driveway park this thing on the street yeah no shit i uh was driving down third avenue one night driving pretty fast here in columbus and hit a car new car it was a 2014 Honda Accord I hit it so hard it was parked on the street knocked it back like 30 foot into a porch shit you played fucking car pong and then it I hit it so hard I knocked I ping ponged off of it and hit a Tahoe and knocked it off the curb a foot and a half. Was this a hit and run? No, I didn't. There wasn't no way I was running. I mean, if I ran, I, it was going to be on foot. Because my car was I, totaled. I was about to say, like, you're responsible for, like, a car, a house, and a another house car. And a car, and another, yeah. It was a lot of fun. My answer is to not like me. I bet. 
I, that's how I felt. To, that's how I found out about liability limits and whatnot. We're only going to cover seventy-five thousand dollars worth of damage. Anything after that's on you, buddy. I'm like, oh god. And I, that's I, that's not typical. Yeah, you don't get to hear, most. Your average human does not hear that conversation with their insurance company very often. It's like, okay, you can hit a house, and you're probably going to have to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. And then okay, so that was just number one. Number two. I was driving pretty fast down college and got to where the railroad tracks are and the hump. Sent my little yellow car flying and spun around backwards in the road, ran up an embankment into a porch in tree. Shit. Yeah, no, that was a lot of fun too. You know what I'm amazed by just in this area alone? How many houses? Is at the wrong end of a curve, like to where someone could just run just wreck right. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Like living on the corner or something. They didn't. They didn't think these neighborhoods through very well. Well, I don't think they thought people would be going this damn fast. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know, obviously people speed everywhere, but I think it's a worse problem here in Columbus than it is in a lot of places. You think so? I do. You know, I just came back from Memphis. I think you'd be surprised. Speeding's pretty rough up there, but the roads can handle it. Speeding's pretty bad down here, but the roads can't handle it. The roads can't handle somebody driving 60 miles an hour on a road that you're supposed to drive 40 on. Potholes and curbs and even the way the asphalt's paved. That's that's something that'll definitely keep you honest if your if your road is shit. You can't go fast on yeah, it. Yeah, you cannot go fast on a shit road. You'll wreck your car. If not wreck your car, you'll you'll definitely be buying rims a lot. You know, yeah. front end alignments. Mm-hmm. That's what Mississippi or that's what Columbus is known for, man. Potholes. That's a fact. It's not anymore. They're fixing them slowly but surely. No, it's getting done. A lot of these streets are nice now. Yeah, I mean Columbus looking up from what I've seen. Yeah, our infrastructure is actually getting better, unlike most good of the places being, in the uh, country. It's good to be inside you, Columbus. Yeah, Columbo. Columbo. It's still Columbo. It'll always be Columbo. Man. How did that start? Do you remember? I don't. I don't. I wanted the story behind that because I, I only hear certain people call it that. always kind of called that back in the day hmm. what uh what was your favorite iteration of this town like because you know how everything seems to come and go like you'll this town will be like really hot for something yeah and then it just kind of fizzles uh i think i like this one what we got going on right now the best so this, far and i think that's the thing about it like you got different players in town right mm-hmm that the uh, there's a lot of damn damage that can be done. Yeah, and there you know a lot of good can be done too, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's what I mean. Yeah, well, yeah. You didn't mean yeah, actual. I mean, little yeah, I mean, I'm talking about like we can get a lot of things cooking. A lot of things going on. Yeah. yeah, a lot of things can happen. You get like I've said many many times, man. We are the people. We are the adults now. We are the ones that are supposed to make. Not it only cool. that, it's like man, I consider like some of the people in this particular area like just in this community like yeah just a little bit outside of where we're staying there's a lot of shakers and movers a lot of them there's a lot of people who like they do shit yeah big time shit and if they ain't doing it they are definitely helping fund it you know they're they're shakers yeah 
So, uh, I mean, we're in the midst of, uh, I mean, I think we could, uh, we could do a lot of cool episodes. Yeah, you were, th- we, you met some cool people today. Oh, dude, there's definitely some, uh, there's definitely some real, uh, some, there's definitely some work to be done there. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it happens. It That's does. the way things happen, though. That's the best way to make things happen. It kind of, like, blew my mind because of, like, all the people that I really came in contact with today. I had uh, uh, Joe Hill. Uh, he runs the entomology department in Mississippi State. And not only that, like, he's really into, like, um, I guess it would be botany with... And now I've met quite a few people who have experience in that field, and they're talking about, like, how certain breeds of grass and uh, different types of trees and plants are uh, going extinct in this area or they're kind of migrating and becoming evasive, yeah. things of that nature. And so I think that would be very interesting porch talks to do. And just well, kinda, you, you don't see as much kudzu as you used to back in the day. That's a fact. Kudzu used to be taken over. My grandfather used to tell me how he was afraid it was going to take over. And now you don't My grandpa see used to talk about that too. He said, "Guns are gonna take over." Yeah, and it was like so crazy because I'm sure you, you you heard the same story, and I'm not saying anything about the country at all, but like that, kudzu didn't like it was brought from China. Yeah, it's invasive Chinese species. And we had some on our property forever, and uh, you know you would think you would keep keep it down, like you could get it by the root, like dig it up, yeah, burn it. Yeah, it don't matter. No, it didn't mm-hmm. matter. It was coming right back. Roundup didn't matter. No, Roundup didn't matter. And then, uh, you know, after fighting it and hoeing it and, um, like, treating that bit of land like it was a damn garden, finally got it to go away. <coughs> Had to really just deconstruct land. that land, to, the land to get it out. Yeah. And uh, now, like you say, like, either the timber that uh, it was – it had invaded, has been cruised now, and it's gone, and it's just like a field now. Yeah. So, I don't know what the hell they were thinking, you know. I think they were thinking about, like, earth slides and mud slides. If they put, like, a like a viney plant like that on a hillside, it would help, help like, hold, it together. hold everything together with roots. But, I mean, that root system... Of that bullshit plant, ain't deep. No, it's not. It's deep. not no structural. It's a weed. More of your more of your plant is above the ground than it is under the ground. And I'm talking about like just deep. going around like a damn watermelon vine. Yeah, and it's nothing. It's just well, you know, like maybe maybe two inches thick. Kudzu, damn dude. You don't see it no more, man. It's it's gone or it's leaving. You see it where it was put, and that's it. I can show you some kudzu. But you gotta be. You gotta go. You gotta go out to see it. Uh, well, it's, it's, there's still some in the Black Prairie area of Alabama. There's still some in Coal Fire. Yeah, yeah. Coal Fire. That's a good plug. Yeah, sure. Uh, but yeah, I do definitely agree. Especially when it comes to like roadside, where it used to be like really predominant. Not yeah, so much now. Not so much. Anymore. I do agree with that. And I don't know why. Like you say, either. Have you noticed, or is it just me? Not only that, but. Uh, there's too many damn deer. I wish like deer season was like uh, just year round. Mm-hmm. You just kill the shit out of them. Mm-mm. You can't do that, man. Oh, I would definitely be down for that. But uh, 
But have you noticed, uh, this is just me, uh, I've turned into an old man. I am an old man. I know that. And now I do like bird watching. I do like the birds, yeah. And so there are, be, there are breeds of birds that uh, I don't see in this area as much as I used to or not at all. I don't really see crows that much anymore. You got to be out. You got to be out to see them out. And they don't. They don't live around here, man. I don't see no crows in town. Wonder, wonder what they see. I don't know, man. Cause you know, crows are damn smart birds. It's like a raven. You know, it's kin to it. Those are smart some bitches. Yeah, they're probably one of the smarter birds there are. Really. That's why, like. When you when your bird ain't real shit, like some of my favorite animals are bird. I wish I had like a damn hawk. But like just had like put my just arm be hanging out, out with you. Just like kicking it with me. Be like I would like write you a letter and like my hawk deliver it. Yeah. I'd be like wouldn't have to fly too far right now. Yeah, well, it would just kinda like <laughs> <laughs> kinda come back. That's kinda like an owl. Yeah, whatever the fuck a a hawk does. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to try it. A velociraptor. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Or you know. And then that goes with you know that's if you believe that birds are real. Have you seen like the way that the the falcons the, the things that the damn tr- the falconers? Yeah, the, I know the falconer. Like actually. to where they keep that like, damn little mask on that dude. He looks and like a they total. Take the mask off. Oh, he's like poof. looking around. Yeah, he's exploding. Have you ever talked to uh, Larry Priest about the doves? What's going on around here? You know, Larry Priest has doves. He uses it at weddings and funerals. And oh, yeah, and I heard, like, that property's for sale and the dove business comes yeah, with it. it comes with it, yeah. 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 Well, that's because that's what that's where they live. That's where those doves live. And when he sets them loose to fly... That's where they go back. They fly home. That's where they go back to. No matter where they he lets them loose from. Pretty impressive. They go back there. Huh. He said when he first moved there, he tried to get them to leave, but they wouldn't leave. Oh, so he he bought he inherited he bought that, the property. No, and just that? inherited the doves. Oh shit! Yeah, that that's something wild to embrace. Like, if could you imagine, like, just I'm not saying anything about Larry because, like, I think he is a good embodiment of like a soul who would definitely do that for weddings or yeah. whatever the event right and it is kind of like a beautiful thing to kind of see the does fly, fly yeah but could you imagine like if i mean just think about like the wildest stereotype you could think of like a trucker I about was, that land he just are like a a dove hunter <laughs> he bought that land he just practiced with made release and boom 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 I don't know. You, uh, <laughs> you know, like, what do you think of another type person like who would inherit that land? It would be, it would be fairly funny. Be like someone owned the big snake. Yeah, big snakes, big dogs, big mean dogs. You yeah, because you know dogs. I mean, and I don't mean that like it would be funny, but like I mean like it's a it's incredibly. I mean, that's just how dark my humor is. It's like you couldn't have a worse match. Yeah. That's cool, though. I think the falconers, those birds, no matter how far they go, they always come back to your arm. Yeah. Yeah, dude. uh, 
I think it was the movie The Mummy. The dude, he had the falconer. Yeah. There's a, I always thought that shit was badass. I got dude. a buddy in Kentucky, man. He's got one. He's got a falcon. I'm going to talk to that guy. He's so, dude, he's such a recluse, man. It's just him and his falcon? It's him and his falcon and dogs. Hell yeah. Yeah, he lives he's out. He's an animal, man. He lives out in the camper, dude, out in uh, Kentucky. That's pretty sick. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a cool-ass dude. He's got, like, two falcons. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing. I'll, I'll say this, dude, man. Like, since i kind of been doing Forest Talk, even before that, it's like just meeting people with different walks of life that it's a little out there, but you got to admit it's pretty dope shit. Yeah, you get to meet, man, when you're doing, like, seems like you never think in life that you'll meet some of the people that you meet, you know? Mm-hmm. You, you don't think that you'll meet somebody that, because, like, we're from Alabama. We're from little Podunk, Alabama. Mm-hmm. You never think you talk to somebody that's, like, world famous or internationally famous or yeah you never you never thought you when you were coming up man i know that guy yeah. or you know you you knew him when you were you knew this person when you were younger and now they've like you know, we've had people like that have won grammys and been nominated for grammys as guests on this show yeah i mean whether i don't know how much you put into like that if it means anything but you yeah. know to some people it means a lot yeah and you know, that's like working when I worked at the Princess. We had a lot of people come through there and play that were good. Those and were the days. National, you know, like nationally world touring. Our artists would come through there to play just because they wanted to play at the Princess. Oh, God. We're not honking. You know what that is? No. It's not. Squid Games, is it? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So, three questions to walk it out of the door. All right. That's CCS. Of, with, like, your thoughts with taking it to Patreon, like, what what do you think would give them an idea for a good exposure? Like, some of the most previous episodes that we've done with Mark would kind of give them an idea as like far as pushing envelopes or what do you think the point of it is? I think it'll give us a freedom that we don't get to have. You know, I, I pretty much go as far as I, I want to with Porch Talk but you, I think it would give you more of a freedom. Yeah, it, it definitely would because I, I mean I've You have to stay pretty much neutral. Mm-hmm when we we get into controversial subjects just because you're the host and i think that would give you an avenue to be more open yeah it, it definitely would and plus like i like the the uh the aspect of like a call in because i've always i love the aspect because like the, the some of the the live streams that we've done on facebook to where yeah. like people were writing would tap, yeah i really enjoyed that same and I think man. it kind of helped build, like, the, an audience presence to where, like, oh, sh- the shit, you know? Some of my most fun times were when I would get somebody cool call into the radio station. Somebody, you know, that actually had some knowledge about rock, you know, from, like, back in the day. Like, real-life, real-world knowledge from the time when mm-hmm. some of the songs we would be playing would come out. I would love, I would love when they would call in and, like, give me that kind of insight, dude. You know, like real world view of what was going on when this tune came out, man. That shit's awesome. 
Alright, question two. What is the best fast food restaurant? Artie's, hands down. Alright, now how do you classify a fast food joint? Do you consider like a sandwich shop? Because like, I, I don't consider like Subway, even if it's a Subway that has a drive-thru, I don't consider Subway fast food. I consider it like a sandwich shop. That's a, that's a deli all day. That's a deli, yes. Yeah, yeah. Like Jimmy John's, all that, not yeah, fast food. It's that's like, not fast food. It's like you wouldn't call pizza fast food. It's a pizzeria. No, it's a pizza. Yeah, it's pizza. So, um, yeah, I, I would say probably Arby's is king. Arby's has the best ingredients. It's the cleanest food, really, because they don't use any real bullshit. It's all... Like, you get french fries, they're all real potatoes. Mm. I mean, your cheese there is real cheese. They don't give you no American cheese. Mm. You know, I mean, not to dump on American cheese, but it ain't real. It's American cheese is not, yeah, it's a it's, cheese product. It's, passion, it's processed cheese. And they don't give you that. They give you, uh, you know, cheddar or some kind of, some sort of real real cheese and then their desserts have you ever eaten any of the desserts the turnovers and the whatnots? yes I have the okay. cookies are good too cookies are fantastic the ice cream's good I got bit by a poison spider last night no shit we're at right there you see it yeah oh, it's got the ring around it got you we're at you think it was here I don't know if it was at, in here or I don't know where I just I hope it uh, wasn't in here. That fucking freaks me out, man. I had to burn this motherfucker to the ground. I wouldn't. I just got to. I, I can't get all the damn sap out of it. The stuff. Yeah. It's got. It's had a lot. I hate. That. Well, this is the freak out. Yeah. It's fear factor. And after that, he licked his fingers yeah. that he got the puss out with. And that no. would be what you would get on the Patreon, that kind of content. No, 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 not only that. I would, I would like, I like what Mark, the idea is like, a board game. I like it, yeah. Or, you know, uh, we could play chess with the audience to where, like, we move a chess piece, and if they know, like, what, you know, because every square has, like, it's N6 or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. A1. You know, move. move night one to L one. Yeah. And like play the audience as we talk. Yeah. Okay. I mean, for it. if we had the audience for it, yeah. right? Just well, all you got to do to get the audience is do it. Yeah. That's it. All it takes is to have people you know, know that you're doing it. In the first couple of times, yeah, it'd be yeah, kind of slow, kinda and it might suck. But have to call some friends. Yeah. If you're like, man, you got a minute? Texting yeah, in, folks. Play ball with us. Yeah. But when it gets going. When people know that it's a real thing and we're doing it, then it'll take off. All right. Never asked you this before on the podcast, and I've been doing it with uh, some guests as of late. What was your favorite part about this interview or this episode? This episode? Uh, this wasn't really an interview? No, it wasn't an interview. It was a... I probably enjoyed when we were talking. Honestly, dude, the beer. Talking about the beer. Even though I don't drink the shit anymore, I still love it. Yeah. I still love it. Well, it's a wild question, too. Uh, we only covered three, 38 topics tonight. 
Yeah, the beer, man. The beer was my favorite. Yeah, that was a good run. Because we did I, some good weaving, though. I like Little weavers. I like the weaving and the wobbling. A typical off the deep end. Running it. Anything else to add or subtract? Hey, uh, uh, you can find the uh, Patreon link on porch-talk.net if, that you're, is, if you're interested. That, I want to go that way, dude. I think we should really fucking push with that. And I would actually, like, you know, like we do, you know, anywhere from one to three episodes a week. Yeah. I would probably back down to just doing, like, an episode of Friday and then give people on Patreon, like, two extra episodes every week yeah not only that they're video and they can they can be a part of it part of it yeah and then like we we drop a a typical episode in 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 and then like the like maybe like we do a monday episode where like we have a pretty controversial topic that we didn't want in kind of public yeah the thing or yeah. whatever the case, right? Or we, yeah. we really wanted, like, to be able for the audience to dial yeah, like, in. We need you to help us out with this. So, yeah. Because we're not informed. You should inform. Yeah. Yeah, to, to get a little perspective. And, like, yeah. and then Wednesday is, like, uh, or whatever day it falls on, just come up with some kind of day for, like, it's game night. So, like, we're playing, we're playing them at chess or, like, we're, uh, we're playing sorry or whatever, uh, you know. or. Shoots and ladders. Yeah, or whatever. Gotcha, yeah, I'm just, just and just build it. Never monopoly. We're playing checkers. <laughs> Connect four. Yeah. Connect four all day. Yeah, but anyway, uh, I think all that's good. Enough. No, I want to. I want to get in it. We need to. I got the. We're getting the room set up. Get got the, the stuff going on. Ready. Gonna have a record player soon. I think all those ideas work. And we're gonna be kicking it. We're going to see. So go join Patreon. Patreon. And, like, I think the you can do it for, like, 50 cents a month. It's not much. You can do it for a dollar. Yeah, it's nothing. It's really nothing. All right. Peace out. Later.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.